Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Clear Politics Takeaway for Thursday, June 17th. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of RCP. And I'm Carl Cannon, Washington Bureau Chief. Uh, we're having a glorious morning today in Washington, Tom, and I grew up in California, so I appreciate when we have nice weather in Washington. Not You guys aren't getting the, the uh, heat wave, Carl? Not yet. It's just a really nice day, and that's, when we're done here, I'm going to go for a walk. Well, let's talk about... Uh, something not at home, which is Joe Biden wrapped up his overseas trip yesterday with this summit with Vladimir Putin in Geneva. Talks lasted, uh, you know, a a couple of hours, not as long as they originally thought. And then they came out and gave these sort of dueling press conferences. Putin went first, Biden went second. Uh, Both of them said the meeting was constructive and, uh, you know, well-mannered. Um, although it's not exactly clear, Carl, what got done from a policy perspective, anything concrete other than just, uh, you know, decisions to continue uh, ongoing dialogue. Um, what did you make of this? You, you've covered Washington for a long time. You've covered a lot of these summits from abroad and and on the scene there. Um, what did you see and what did you think of of the summit? Well, let's let's start with this. Uh, Biden wasn't poisoned by Putin, which is not always the case when uh, Putin's dealing with people he deems opposition with, with opposition political leaders. So there's that. Uh, there's that. Listen, you know, the, the pre- President Biden seemed with his body language and agreeing to take the summit and some of the things he said at the press conference that he believes that you can that he can appeal to Putin on a personal level. Uh, he's not the first United States president to try that. Um, George W. Bush did it famously. Donald Trump did it. Uh, there's no evidence that it works. Um, and people who know Putin the best, like Gary Kasparov, the dissident, who, who former chess world champion, who I interviewed um, for us several years ago, he, he didn't think that he doesn't think the Americans quite know what they're up against. He actually lambasted NBC for giving Putin an open mic in a lengthy interview the network did with him and didn't really ask him tough questions. I presume that Joe Biden did put some tough questions to Putin. Uh, Some of them we know, this list of uh, 16 sectors of the economy that, you know, should be beyond uh, ransomware. You know, I think most Americans say, wait a minute, shouldn't everything be beyond ransomware? But <laughs> right. But but, you know, Biden's he's talking about there was a tacit implication there that Russia could stop this if it wants to. I don't know that whether that's true. Cybercrime is a worldwide problem. But um, I think, you know, Biden was trying to put Putin on notice. I, I just don't know if if the Russian former KGB man uh, responds to anything like that. Well, if his if his press conference is any indication, it you know didn't help. I mean, he went out there and said, "Look, we, you know, uh, we're not responsible for these cyber attacks." I mean, he said compared, uh, you know, sort of shamed the U.S. over gun violence and the like. I mean, he really, you know, gave this lengthy press conference where it didn't seem like, other than the sort of platitudes about it being a constructive meeting, it didn't seem like much had changed from his perspective at all. And what about the criticism, Carl, that this was, you know, giving Putin exactly what he wanted, right? He wants to be on the world stage. He wants to be seen sort of going one-on-one with a, an American president and that this is just sort of uh, propping him up, giving him undue influence and that they shouldn't have done this at all. Well, uh, I, 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 re- I respect that argument. On the other hand, 
you don't want to act like you're afraid, you know, to meet an adversary. And I just don't, you know, that country, look, Russia is a country, a proud country with a proud history and lots of nuclear weapons. Uh, we, we can't pretend they don't exist. Yeah, I just don't think there's any magic bullet to dealing with this guy. And I hope that I hope that Biden is serious about this um, cybercrime, because that's a good place to start. All right, let's talk about the media coverage, Carl, because this is one of those subjects that always fascinates people when they talk about you, especially <laughs> Tom. It is especially, especially fascinates you, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, Carl, I just want you know equal treatment for everyone across the board. If you're going to be, you know, uh, if you're going to treat someone, uh, you know, one way, treat everybody that way. Um, but what about this? I mean, what did you take of the, the media's coverage of this? And in particular, there was this moment right at the end of the press conference. Caitlin Collins from CNN asked Biden, uh, you know, this pointed question about Putin. And he was walking off the stage, turned around, walked back, wagged his finger at her and sort of, you know, chastised her. Uh, he very quickly, as he was on the tarmac just a little bit later, apologized for that, said he had been, you know, he had been acting like a quote unquote wise guy um, and that he was sorry that he did it. Um, what do you, so what do you make of the overall coverage and then that, that incident in particular? Well, th th then that incident, Tom, then he starts to lose his, then he starts to get impatient again after his apology because he took questions and he starts to get bristly. Th there, there's a thing about Joe Biden. He's always been a prickly guy. I I've said this before and he doesn't hide it. He's pokes people in the chest who question him on the campaign trail. He challenges them to push-up contests yeah, and IQ contests. Yeah, says he graduated first in his class. At <laughs> dog face pony soldier. Dog face pony <laughs> soldier, and and he doesn't like to be challenged. And this this idea at at one of the early press conferences, maybe his first press conference as president, where uh, he was asked, um, you know, isn't aren't these people coming from Central America because you're known as this really super nice guy? I thought to myself, all right, it's nice to get young, new blood in the White House press corps. We don't want just old fossils, you know, who covered, you know, Lyndon Johnson still there. But it's also good to have some institutional memory. And Joe Biden, charismatic guy and kind of an appealing guy, but never been known as like this super nice kumbaya guy. I mean, he's he's a tough guy and he doesn't like being criticized and he lashes out when he is. And if you covered Washington for years, that was always who he was. And that was kind of on display at the summit, I thought. Uh, <laughs> yes. But I mean, and look, it was the end of a long trip and he's 78 years old. I get it. He was tired and probably, you know, exhausted and wanted to go home. However, you know, he's gotten pretty good press coverage. I mean, he hasn't gotten a lot of criticism from the press. In fact, it's it's been... <clears throat> in the other direction. And certainly compared to what Trump got, it's, you know, it's glowing press coverage. And so for him to re respond like that to, you know, the one question that wasn't, you know, chocolate, chocolate chip. Uh, I don't know, Carl. Well, yeah, he says you guys never ask positive questions. And that was that was an odd thing to say, because that's basically what he's gotten is positive questions. And I, I think we've maybe lulled him to sleep. I don't I expect the coverage of this president to be sort of resume, and maybe this just wishful thinking, but but resume to the norm, you know, and he'll get some friendly questions, he'll get some tough questions. And, you know, in terms of people who voted for Donald Trump or defend him in the press, in, in defend him um, publicly, they point to the treatment he got from the White House press corps and the anchors and, you know, everywhere. And I, 
it was abnormal and it was abnormally hostile. I don't think that should be the new standard, though. So if, you know, I'd hope that'd be an aberration and we could forget how we acted, not not because I want Biden to get a break, but because I'd like to return some norms of civility in public discourse. And, you know, if this guy's treated the way Clinton and Bush were treated, you know, that's a wash. Obama got Barack Obama got pretty favorable <laughs> treatment. What was that great line of Chris Matthews, um, Tom? Uh, is like chill, tingle down his tingle leg. Tingle down his leg. That was that's not good. And then the implacable hostility to Trump. That's not good either. So you know, it's like you know, Papa Bear and Baby Bear's bed. Maybe Ma- or rocking chair. Maybe Mama Bear is what we ought to kind of aspire to a, a respectful. We're, we're aspiring to Goldilocks yes, press coverage. That's what we a want. Res- well, a respectful coverage by the press, but ask tough questions. That's our job. All right. Well, we will leave it there. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of Real Clear Politics. And I'm Carl Cannon, Washington bureau chief. And this is the RCP takeaway for Thursday, June 17th, two days before Juneteenth. Mm-hmm.